Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. We are here again for the preview pod and we're looking ahead to a game against Charlton Athletic. I'm Roy Fallow and I'm joined as always by Matthew Keelan. Good evening. How are we? We're very good, Matthew. It feels weird to be here again, doesn't it? The game's been obviously so thick and fast over the Easter period. It feels like just two minutes ago we were reacting to the Peterborough game, even previewing the Oxford game. And it doesn't even feel like Wednesday, does it? It doesn't feel like Wednesday. It doesn't feel like Wednesday. Um, it does feel like Monday all day, to be honest. Um, just loads of football, isn't there? Yeah, loads. Though, well, yeah, if you like football. <laughs> if you like, yeah, if you hear football, well, if, you well, if, you, if you hear football, what are you doing listening to this? But you know, well, you, you know, I just like our dulcet tones. True, true, true. We are very um, cross, cross, I was going to say cross platform there. That's not the right term you use. Very cross brand, cross subject. I don't know. Let's move on. Uh, we're also joined for her idiot pod debut by Melissa Johnson. Melissa, you've done the, the hard yards on the Monday pod and now you're ready to make the step up to the preview pod. Um, first of all, how does it feel to finally make it to this illustrious point? Uh, howdy, everyone. I'd just um, like to start by thanking my mum and dad um, <laughs> and all of the people on my street who are really loud while I'm podcasting. Um, they, they've made it the most special moment of my entire life and I'm looking forward to moving up the ranks to get a dafty badge oh lovely yeah that's all oh, that is like we should think about merchandise actually dafty badges um what else could we do matthew you could uh, make little model baths maybe for people Ooh, to, yeah. to give away that could be, That'd be good could get um could get in touch with airfix and get some models of ourselves made Ooh. oh yeah that'd be great with like little accessories as well you get yeah somewhere. like us in like the army <laughs> oh god very unlikely i think oh. like of all the things you could have picked i think that's the least likely thing me and you would have so excel in like, no it does I'm... feel like being in the brownies where you used to just get stuff like oh you made someone a pot of tea and now this is this is where life leads <laughs> up to yeah like yeah imagine now for like the army like if conscription ever came back imagine how far down the rank of people to call up to the army I in particular. <laughs> what's what's the age cut off, or what was it for conscription though? Like, cause we're like approaching thirty now, Matthew. So maybe if got, do you know what I mean? If it gets brought back, we're yeah. probably going to get away with it. Maybe. I would say we'd probably get away. Is it not like thirty-five? Oh, I I you don't want to be caught. Like, we're, oh, we're not going to be. You're not going to be calling me up to the army. Like all I'd have to do is be like, "Look, lads, <laughs> you don't want this, really. I'll just do something else." Yeah, I just consciously object anyway, and it'd be fine. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Are. You find some excuse. I think my granddad didn't get in because he was flat-footed. Well, <laughs> I had asthma as a kid. Maybe I'd use that. My other granddad had asthma as well, and that both oh, well. never went. So there we go. I'm Perfect. an idiot. <laughs> yeah, we could just play them this. You're really. Yourself, really. <laughs> <laughs> we do a podcast. It's for the citizens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. To keep morale up. It would be like, you know, the George Formby equivalent of doing songs that are in, in the wartime. Basically we like do. Vera Lynn. Yeah, we are Vera Lynn for the Snapchat generation, is what we've established <laughs> here. <laughs> um, we've only got, as well, a little bit of a disclaimer. It might be a shorter um, preview pod than normal, because we've got no midweek game to look back at. Um, just a chart and game to look forward to. We've had a lot of pods as well over the last few days, so we don't want to overwhelm you with content. So you'll take what you're given, and you'll bloody well enjoy it as well. Um, but not to go over too much old ground, but... 
now that the dust has settled on the Peterborough result, guys, are we are we still feeling feeling good about that one? Um, very much a point gain still, and something to build on. It keeps us unbeaten, and yeah, there's no the positive vibes are still there, aren't they? Yes, they are. I think I, w- I was happy with the point on Monday. Was it Monday? Yeah, yeah. and um, I still am really. I was looking at the fixtures and. Obviously, you've still got to play Hall, Blackpool twice. Um, but look, that's a good point. People are saying it's a good point in isolation. I think it's a good point anyway. You combine our, like you look back at our recent results and form, and uh, yeah, if people are offering you that, you'd, you'd take a point. We didn't play for the point, as we said. Mm-hmm. And as Gareth said on Tuesday, whenever Gareth said it, <laughs> um, the point is, he did say it, and um, <laughs> I, we didn't. There's a difference in like the the mentality going into that game was to win the game. We didn't quite manage to do it, but we got out of there with a point. Importantly, they didn't get three points because um, I think if we lost the game, it would have been a bit of a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy with this. Yeah, same, absolutely the same. Um, although I must admit, before the, the game, um, when people were saying, would you take four points across the weekend? I went, nah, let's go for it, man, don't be daft. But coming into the game, I, I think the problem was people, there's a reason why people were above us. Um, yeah, they've, they've tripped themselves up at points at time, but um, they were a great side. And even Aidan McGeady came off the be- uh, afterwards and said, that was a really tough game. I know a lot of them spoke about the pitch, whether or not that really was a thing. Obviously, a kind of few of them have said it. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a really really good point. Um, Pete brought uh, a great side. Um, I know that uh, speaking to Portsmouth fans, uh, Kenny while ago, people said that um, when they played Hull, Hull were great, but I didn't think Hull were very good when we played them. I think Pete brought. Um, are definitely good enough to go up with us if that is the case. Yeah, I've kind of flip-flopped on that one. Originally, um, I was thinking Peterborough would be the one who miss out, actually, and it would be us and Hull, because obviously like, you, you back yourselves to go up, and it would be Hull going up with us. But now that Peterborough's form's levelled a bit and Hull is still doing well themselves, I think you said this on the um, reaction pod, Matt. We've played Hull twice now. And yes, the first time was a long time ago. Such a long time ago, we had Will Grigg playing for us still and like (laughs) Danny Graham. Yeah, yeah, we watched it above actually as well. Um, But then we played them again in January. And neither time I was particularly impressed by them. And yes, different stages of our season, different stages of their season. But that Peterborough game, I did think they looked... Like you were saying, Melissa, a little bit better. And you hear what McGeady said after the game. And with their firepower as well, I know there's obviously quality in the whole squad. Um, George Honeyman, um, one that we all know a lot about. But you look at Clark Harris. You look at um, the lad who they had playing. Was it right back, the former Portsmouth players, Thompson? Um, mm-hmm. we're his, Nathan yeah. Thompson. Nathan Thompson, that's uh, it. Um, even players like him who who aren't particularly like superstars, but you can tell have that bit more quality. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Hull um, measure up to that and how we measure up to them as well, of course. But Charlton are going to be a similar proposition. Um, in really good form themselves. Obviously, Lee Boyer has gone now. He's gone to take the Birmingham job and he's been replaced by um, someone you're a big fan of, Matthew, Nigel Atkins. <laughs> He's a lovely man. 
Um, <laughs> what does it you like about him so much? Well, it was initially it was Tom Walsh that um, brought Nigel Atkins to my attention, and he's just like the happiest man in the world. Like he loves everything and everyone, um, and I love that. Like someone at work told me today, I'm just generally like really happy, and I would agree. Like I'm generally. A very positive guy, Rory, as you know. <laughs> um, I'm very cynical, Ted, as you know. <laughs> um, um, I love, he's just a great man. Um, and he loves School of Rock as well. Oh, does he? Yeah. Um, which, you know. Oh, did he pledge allegiance to Mr. Schneebly? He's, I wasn't aware he's, of. He, he did. Um, <laughs> loves Lawrence. Lawrence is, he's got a piano. He um, I just think he's great. You know, he's. Good manager as well. He's done all right. It's, uh, he did well at Southampton. Did yeah, well yeah. At, he was at Hull as well, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He was, was sacked yeah, yeah. by them. Sacked by Sheffield United. Um, did he do, was, was he at Scunthorpe as well? Yeah, he started, I think he started. He was Scunthorpe's physio. Yeah. And then got the manager's job. Um, and then, well, the rest is history. <laughs> and, the rest, and here he is now. And Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Nigel Akin. About the derail our promotion charges. <laughs> I've particularly enjoyed him as well, to be honest. He was the best advent calendar I never knew I needed. Um, yes. Was, that was so good on Twitter. Every day, without fail, he was opening that cupboard door and he was showing us something different. And oh, what, So it was just random stuff out of his cupboard? Yeah, he'd just be like, oh, here's a mug. Yeah. And that would be like, he's advent <laughs> calendar. But, he's <laughs> like, but he makes it like, it makes you feel that you've like needed that in your life. <laughs> just by the way, like his persona. He's such a great guy. Um, it's it's like listening to the mindfulness. Wax lyrical about him even more. I'll, I do not begrudge him victory on Saturday, I tell you. Well, it might be a victory he's coming away with if uh, Charlton do keep up their current form. Oops, um, they're, they're seventh in the league. They're probably going to need the win as well because they're three points behind Lincoln, who are sixth, and Charlton have played a game more than them. Um, but they're unbeaten in the last seven games. They've won four, drawn three, and it very pleasingly goes win, draw, win, draw, Win, draw, win. So that's that's quite nice. So it's obviously going to be a draw on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, they haven't actually played since Good Friday, so they're coming into this a little bit fresher. And um, they were scheduled to play Lincoln on Tuesday, um, uh, but obviously Lincoln have had the COVID outbreak, so that is now in the. I think it's between their last two games of the season, a midweek ooh. one. So that that could be a big game uh, come the end of the season. Um, I was actually speaking to Ben Robert. I follow on Twitter. He's a Charlton fan. He's wrote a couple of football books um i think i mentioned him earlier in the season before i played charlton away um he wrote but his most recent book for a bit of a plug is called bottled it's about like football's relationship with alcohol so check that out oh, um, and i was asking him on like what the crack is with charlton at the minute how they're feeling with adkins and boyer and he said it was sad to see boyer go because of like what he'd done with them getting them that promotion which we all unfortunately know about um, but it probably had gone a bit stale and Atkins is making them quite solid at the minute and the not really having many much fear of conceding. And I did catch a bit of that game against Doncaster. And Doncaster, I know have gone off the boil a bit, but they were pushing on at the end. And I never particularly felt like Charlton were going to concede as well. Um, so with, with that in mind, I was asking them, do you think they're going to come here for a point with that solidity or because they need the points to break into the top six, being behind Lincoln? are they going to come and attack the game? And he was just like, well, we've Atkins got nothing to lose with this, so he's probably going to go for it. So 
Could see quite an open game, given that Johnson likes us to attack as well, and he's not going to have us play for the point. We saw that against Peterborough. So could be quite similar to the Oxford game in the way that started in that first half as well. It was quite, um, not exactly end-to-end, but before the sending off, both sides were having spells, weren't they? So could be quite a quite a feisty, entertaining one, this. Yeah, I've... Um... I think I've said this about every game, every time we'd, we'd get a result or even get a draw like we'll have. Um, I look straight to the next one and then think, oh, this is the one that's going to trip us up. And I can't help but think it. But I really do think this could have the potential to trip us up purely mm. on how they've been playing. I think um, Charlton have always been one of those teams that you've, you've kept in the corner of your eye. And when, when they started to go a little bit sour, um, you were happy for them to win. I was when you were keeping an eye on the scores. But slowly but surely, they've really been start to climb and climb. And now they're, they're becoming a little bit more on your radar. Same as people like Blackpool, who previously we might not have been as worried about um, mm-hmm. playing twice. So every time you're seeing them win and consistently, um, there's something you've really got to look out for. I think they will come and just kind of, they'll play their own game. I don't think they'll come and kind of either sit back or um, or play for the draw. I think um, they'll just come and do, do what they need to do. And I think they are incredibly consistent um compared to where they were um but you've got to look at our um our forms too i think mm-hmm. they were in march they were um charlton were fifth in the points per game compared to us obviously uh at top so you've just got to take those little, little parts of it and again the the game on monday um it was it was a great draw but we've just got to move on I, i've got no doubt that the lads will kind of be able to regroup and re get that confidence back. Um, it's not even like we have to get confidence back because no, there's, it's not like disaster stations. We haven't just played Shrewsbury that that many <laughs> game that many games ago where my partner had to go and aggressively wash the dishes. He was that angry. And <laughs> <laughs> um, he was oh, he was like, "Gotta wash the dishes." Leave us alone. It's all, it's all you can do at the minute, can't you? You can't like, go and drown your sorrows. It's got to be like aggressively do domestic tasks instead. <laughs> Hang the washing up, but angrily. It's <laughs> just like, I'm not happy about this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, so yeah, the, there's no kind of like panic. Um, I, I, it could trip us up, but I've still got a good feeling. You've got to be confident. Um, I'm not normally, but I've been criticised recently for being a bit negative, but I think... <laughs> Being a Sunderland fan, you can't help it. It doesn't just change overnight. It's like therapy. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think it is a fair point, isn't it, Matt? You're looking like what is going to be the game to trip us up. And this one's kind of gone under the radar because it was straight after Peterborough and Oxford as well, who were sort of up there. So we kind of hadn't really been thinking about this one. It's oddly like crept up, but it is It is going to be a big test, I think. It'll be a tough game. Um, it was a tough game when we played them there earlier in the season. We should have won, actually. Yeah, and it wasn't for the sending off. We uh, we might have as well. Yeah, I forgot. Actually, it was a Flanagan. That got Flanagan, yeah, yeah. Um, Danny Graham missed the sitter. That's how long ago that was. That was it. It was Danny Graham. Yeah. <laughs> watched that one in the pub as well, were we? We did, yeah. Was that when we were having to sit on separate tables? Or yeah, it's point, a, we're upstairs by this point. Like, yeah. <laughs> upstairs, graduated. Oh, yeah. let us guess where this was. Was this in the Harbour View? Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> I got sent upstairs as well in August. <laughs> yeah, well, we I went, do. Yeah, we... we oh, they're, they're opening. Oh, by the way, they're opening on Monday. Just Oh, yeah, wants, I've seen that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I think well, it'll be well, a tough well. game. Um, but I thought... I don't think I don't think it'll trip us up. I think if we're playing 
if it's an open game, I think that suits us. Mm-hmm. Like, look on the Oxford game was open. Um, Monday, Monday was very open, and we looked arguably slightly the better. We were definitely the best side in the first half, and probably overall, the, the if anyone deserved to win, probably we did. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's an open game, then bring it on. To be honest, because yeah. like I don't fear anyone at a minute really. Um, well, you can't, can you? If, if you're going for half an hour defeat at Plymouth, which is coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know Plymouth. Tough. Well, Plymouth. Um, we are looking at to do us a favour as well. They're uh, hosting Hull. So if they can, um, I'm trying. I was going to say if whoever and the boys, I can't think of any Plymouth players. Well, I think um, I said we'd lose a Blackburn. No, I, th- I Black think you can... lose the Blackburn. I, I mean, maybe next season if things keep <laughs> no, going definitely well. next season. Um, you definitely no. Was it crazy? Anyway, anyway, we're digressing. Anyway, um, but yeah, Plymouth could um, do us a favour on on Saturday against Hull. Um, Peter, we're going to Swindon. Who, oh, yeah, but Swindon are just outside the relegation zone. The Plymouth are the ones who I'm not who I'm writing off because they're, they're pretty much safe, don't have a lot of play for, they're massively inconsistent. Swindon need all the points they can get. Where? Yes, they're, they're terrible, they're absolutely garbage, but <laughs> at least they've got to fight for something. It's um, make it awkward for Peterborough. Is it at Plymouth? Yes, it is. They've got like the second best home record in the league. And as we spoke about on the um, the journey getting there as well, as we spoke about when we did the yeah. predictions a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, have got the best away record in the league alongside us. No, so. oh, well, well, that was a good job of playing them at all when we when we do uh, take them on. Then, isn't it? Ah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wise Men Say podcast is brought to you in association with From the Terraces. For a 10% discount, enter the code WMS10 at the checkout stage. While you do that, check out the From the Terraces podcast presented by Rory Fallow and Matthew Keeling. For more information, search for From the Terraces on social media. <laughs> we just on approach Whatever. there for the for the game against Charlton. What do we think Johnson's going to do, starting lineup wise for this? Um, we looking at Charlie White. He hasn't scored. He's contributing. He's, he's assisting goals, and he's, he's not playing badly. But he's going through what is by his standards this season <laughs> a bit of a drought. Could we see O'Brien come in maybe for Ross Stewart? Um, I think that's either obviously with Peterborough's pitch. The reason on starting Stewart. I was one who, perhaps in the minority, thought he was all right against Peter Bren, was a bit uncomfortable for the Peter Bren defence. <laughs> I'd just like to clarify. Um, but O'Brien is the better player. He came on and he was moving the ball that bit quicker. And he's just he's just better foil for Charlie White, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. <laughs> no, um, Absolutely. I think 100% what'll happen is that you, there's not a chance you're going to be dropping Charlie Wag in a million years. Doesn't matter. Could do it for a laugh, like, to be fair. Yeah, it might be funny. <laughs> Depends whether Lee Johnson's in the toilet or something when they're making the team selection. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Forgot, forgot where he was and everyone's disappeared and he's you know, just made the decision on his behalf. But no, um, I think O'Brien's much better in that sort of uh, scenario. Um, Stuart didn't do loads wrong. He was just very quiet and a bit kind of the, the kind of pressure on him um 
just got away from him. And like they've said, they've said about the pitch before. Um, O'Brien just brings the best out in Wyke. And same as McGeady, like you can't not have players like that in the side when they're available because they're just possible to provide that sort of magic that a lot of players that are seen as utility players might not be able to. Yeah. And we said on the reaction, well, I said on the reaction pod, after the Peterborough game, that Winchester and uh, Ledbetter maybe didn't move the ball quickly enough, Matt, but O'Brien does drop that bit deep. He's more comfortable doing that than Stewart is, and that allows us to move the ball quicker out wide, doesn't it, and just open up pockets of space, which I, I'm, that's not criticism of Stewart. He's a number nine target man style player, whereas O'Brien can play wide. He plays that number 10. He's just, if we want to play with a midfield two, which is possibly going to be Winchester and Ledbetter again, or power might come into it, or score and might, but even for them, he gives them that bit of extra support to then move the ball out to the wingers quicker, doesn't he? Yeah, he um, he just he knits quite a lot together, O'Brien, um, he, which is remarkable, really, considering the start he had, where he, he was playing basically up front with Grig, um, and just looked terrible. Or um, Danny Graham actually had a nil-nil draw against Charlton. Yeah, fact, they were the front two that day. Yeah, so. I know he was out wide as well mm-hmm. for spells and stuff in it. He just sort of brings a lot together. He's like a bind. He's like an egg in a burger. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Raw egg in your mints. That's yeah, yeah. Aiden O'Brien. A raw egg. <laughs> Aiden O'Brien is a raw egg. <laughs> is that, is that well, the call? Apologies, is that, the... that sounds terrible, but like, <laughs> I think I might be the title of the pod though this week, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> And to be fair, if he's if he's a regular listener in O'Brien, he'll know that you love an egg on a pizza. So oh, therefore he'll know it's love, a massive compliment. Ah, oh, I love eggs on pizza. See, I loved eggs on pizza until I went to a place I will not name and thought, do oh that would be if you're gonna put me off, do, do oh, no. favourite thing. It, no, it was just that instead of putting like a, a one in the middle, like you'd normally do, they just put chopped boiled egg on. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds absolutely vile. I will not name the <laughs> establishment. Is it is how well name. known an establishment is this? So. Canny well known. Oh, what right. Does it rhyme with? Um, <laughs> uh, oh, um, Darren Gibson's been there. All oh, right, okay, okay. I think. Oh, well, okay, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, that's, that's a really good way to describe it. Actually, <laughs> probably if you know, you know. Um, if you go for a run on Strava, nigga, there you'll know as well because someone's named Darren Gibson. Is it Darren Gibson way the rename? Is it? It's something like that. Yeah. Uh, if you're in the Fullwell area, um, no, I'm just it down a little bit more. <laughs> well, yeah. Why not? We've given our addresses away pretty much over the course of this, Matthew. So why not? Yeah. Um, what about uh, mentioned Max Power? There could come into midfield would we have him there or would we have him right back we've got the option of Conor McLaughlin of course Johnson's not scared to, to freshen things up we know that um what do you reckon power in midfield or do we keep him at right back yeah in midfield for me um at, at the expense of then in that case um ooh. Well, if you bring in mm, a lead better, I think I'd say would have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't think you can have power and lead better. Well, no, I think Winchester should be in the team as well. Um, <laughs> of course, you do. Oh, <laughs> power and Winchester together. Oh God, oh, I don't think you'll be able to watch it, Matthew. Will you? Know, be too much. It's <laughs> be brain on bit, the doors. Getting a bit much now, actually. <laughs> um, oh, the boy, 
the boys together in midfield. There they are. Have they played oh. in? Have they played in a midfield two together yet? They must have oh, played in a three. They must have. They'll have played in a three. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if they've played oh, in a two yet. Playing them in a two. Obviously, oh, you can't lovely. see anything here, but his eyes are actually welling up. <laughs> you do look quite oh, emotional. Well, very much. Bit dust in the eye there. There's there's a little bit of, a little bit something in my eye, like. <laughs> Um, and as well, that means your boy Connor Mack gets in the in the well, side I as mean, well. All right, Maxwell. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Christ. <laughs> it's too much. Uh, but what that gives you as well is the option of if at some point you can do what we did on um, Good Friday, where McLaughlin came off, Gooch went to wing back. If you if you need that next, if mm. you need a winner or an equalizer or whatever, or if you wanted to say bring Scorn on for a bit of running, and then you can shift power to right back as well. So it does it does give you a bit of flexibility. Obviously, you could do the opposite and move power to midfield from right back but you know just defenders in as, as much as possible in natural positions I think um, obviously all nine had a really good game against um, Peterborough on Monday but it is still a central midfielder at centre half so you want as many players in natural yeah. positions as possible um, yeah I, I don't think I'd be against that power and, and Winchester and I've said it before I think Ledbetter off the bench isn't a bad option if no you, absolutely not if you're needing to slow it down yeah if, you, mm-hmm. if we've got if we're ahead and if you turn over ahead after 60 minutes he's the perfect option to have off the bench isn't he yeah because um, you like he's just going to see the game out um, and, and as well there's, there's no reason that bringing him on means you're not going to still try and push up and yeah. score. It just he enables other people to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's on, uh, so he's the, he's the he's the he's the perfect substitute to bring on in a in a winning scenario in a in a game like this. Yeah, because um, he's he's experienced as well. Just calms everybody down massively, uh, like he did on Monday, Monday um, at Peterborough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very frantic, and he was just like, right, no, just and Winchester does it as well. To be fair, but um, that's why they're very similar, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah, which is part of the reason they can't play, play it together. that effectively together yeah like 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 Lampard and Gerrard really <laughs> yeah Lampard and Gerrard for the Lee Johnson generation yeah. absolutely um, who who's the scores in this who has to play on the on the left wing um, um, um Josh Scorn Scorn scores it sounds similar why not? yeah it sounds similar look, look look similar as well really yeah so. oh yeah very similar very similar very similar hair. <laughs> um but score similar goals as well yeah uh, Jones and McGeady then obviously on the wings we think I think that goes without saying I know yeah. Jones faded a little bit in the Peterborough game but he gives that bit of quality McGeady we, um, we don't really have to speak about but it leaves the left back position bit of a question mark over that we saw Denver well, Hume come on off the bench it would just be a case of is he fit enough to play an hour 70 minutes but we need was, him back in as soon as possible don't because we because that knacker is playing out at the minute he's going to give someone a heart attack if he keeps playing there you can't have him I've I've seen enough look he's won his trophy in the final we've all (laughs) had a laugh we've all had a laugh right (laughs) joke's over now pals (laughs) (laughs) the mask's off it's like he's atrocious (laughs) and he needs to come out of the team immediately oh bless no honestly I feel I love how we haven't mentioned him by name as well I think we should keep (laughs) everyone knows who it is (laughs) <laughs> I had a dream I had a dream about him last night actually oh god really which is really bad not in it like kind of like it's it's in a, actually quite a creepy way I dreamt Sunderland won a trophy I don't know which trophy 
Um, but Anwar no, we, wasn't. No, a... this isn't a drink that we did. When <laughs> we did, we yeah, did exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't pizza based. Oh, right. Um, but all I know was I was watching it in the pub, and the next thing I knew, the camera came round. And Super Kev and um, the player we're talking about. We're doing... <laughs> She's we're... like not naming them. Like, for, like it's, a new, it's, a, it's a new thing. Yeah, it's a, yeah. You've got to work it out for yourself. I actually, the thing is, like, I think he's terrible, right? The left back, but like, I don't hate <laughs> it. like because he's provide like he seems quite likable. Like he's like he's oh, he's, he seems so lovely. He's got like proper like gormless and stuff. So yeah. I quite like. Him. But like him and Super Kev were doing a conger outside my mum and dad's house with a trophy. <laughs> Would love to say that, to be fair. That would be fantastic. So, like, that was the dream I had, but we were watching it in the pub, so we'll wait for the match. You, you never know. Rather than be us. Oh, no, he might. <laughs> I mean, wasn't he, he's he wasn't often, even he's on often, the bench. He's often caught out of position, but fuck me. This is like... <laughs> he was found in high bonds. <laughs> yeah, Ken Vivs is retired. He's got an excuse. Absolutely. <laughs> uh... Callum... I mean, left back. You oh, you've oh, you've oh. ruined it, man! For God's sake! Oh, yeah. Be great if, like, say Hume doesn't have ninety minutes in in him, he has to get brought off. But we'd like reshuffle instead, and still don't bring um, the player who we're not <laughs> oh. naming for some reason. But actually, to be fair, he, he yes, he didn't have a great game against Peterborough, but he had a decent run in the side. Now, let's just quit while we're ahead. Denver <laughs> yes. Hume's back, and Hume gives us such a better attacking threat. There's times where. You know, the, the way teams double, triple up on McGeady, if you've got Hume making those runs, you either Hume's going to have acres of space or it's going to free up McGeady that little bit more, okay. isn't it? And McFadden, oh, I've named him, I've ruined yeah, it as well. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, come McFadden. <laughs> I can find <laughs> the man I'm supposed to be marking. The man I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, I actually kind of find him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> glasses on his head. Um, he does... You know, he just tried to make those runs forward. And like we said, he did he score recently. Him. But Hume is so much more instinctive at that. And if yeah. Charlton are going to be a bit more open, then this is going to be to our benefit. So he starts the game for me as well. So we, we reckon sticking with the 4-2-3-1 rather than the 4-3-3 the, because the it would probably benefit O'Brien as well, wouldn't it? If we go with that system. Yes, agree. Lovely agreement. Yes, is all around on that one. Um, before we get to some, we've got a few listener questions as well to pad out the content this week. Um, but before we get to that, guys, um, how, well, go through um, score predictions and where you think we will end the day as well. Plymouth going to do us a favour against Hull, Swindon going to do us a favour against Peterborough. So, Matt, I'll come to you first. Oh, score prediction for this week and what position will we be in at the end of the weekend? I think we'll win 2-0 um, and I think we will be I think we'll be third mm-hmm. I think Talk. Melissa I think we'll win which I don't think very often I think we will win 3-1 because that took me by surprise against Oxford <laughs> and uh, me. Oh <laughs> <laughs> me I got 85 quid out of that <laughs> uh, and I, th- I think we'll be third I think the fixtures that, that are going about. I think um, Peterborough have got some decent fixtures for the next three, and then they've got some rotters for the last two, uh, last four, or whatever. So, um, yeah, I think Peterborough play Charlton as well. Actually, I think Charlton play Hull and Peterborough actually. So, Ooh. if they could be totally shit this week, but then you know, just put their ideas <laughs> up late on in the season. And then nice. I think um, Peterborough have got Doncaster twice the same way we've got Blackpool. So hopefully they pick up their 
right. Yeah. Again. Well, yeah, they might be scrambling for points by that point. Doncaster have felt the tenth now. They're all, kind of only five points pitches. behind. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, I actually think exactly the same as that was. Well, I was going to say three-one, but we still end up third. I don't see Plymouth or. Or Swindon doing us a favour. And just no one is at the minute, are there? Like, yeah. on, on Good Friday. Yeah, with Fleetwood conceding late and Hull as well against Crew with late winner there. It's like, can you just not? Like, I know Crew did us a favour by totally collapsing, but can you sort it out when you're playing the teams who want you to take points off? That would oh, be nice. Fleetwood as well. It's so. totally disrespectful on that. really part. is. It really is. And Simon Grayson as well, of, of all people who had to disrespect us. Um, like we said, we've got a few listener questions as well before we get out of here. So we're going to rattle through a few of them. Uh, Ian Grain at Arbroath Magnum is asking, which Sunderland player would eat themselves if made from chocolate? So it's is this way. a vanity one? Because that's what people say, don't <laughs> they? He'd eat himself if he was made of chocolate. Yeah. Um, is, that, is that how we're taking it? Yeah, Chris Maguire would do that. Yeah. No, I'm going with something different. I, I, I'm not going to... Um... When I used to work in a pub, everyone used to shout at someone and talk, say they were a top shagger. And I'd probably say that about uh, Jordan Jones. Um, yeah, fair shout, fair shout. Good friend of the pod and someone I went to school with, Chris Thompson, said uh, on Twitter the other day during the match that Jordan Jones is that problematic that Jamila Jamil is tweeting about him. So <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's great. Right, um, one for the teenagers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sergeant Scooter Boy, um, at Sergeant Scooter Boy, um, he's asked, is there any point in drinking beer under 3%, which is, um, for me, a massive yes, because you've got your Scherf offer, you've got your Fro Radler, your Camden Weeknight, your Sam Smith's Alpine, um, Beavertown Nanobot, they're all 3% and under. Lovely, love an ultra kook and lager, me like Matthew. No, I agree. Very, um, quite refreshing, an ultra kook there. A slow cookie, you could say. Exactly, yeah. Um, I remember that one we had in Oxford, which was like two and a half percent, but it was like six pounds. Yeah, that's the Sam Smith one. That's the is Alpine it? one. That's all, yeah. which is also the seventy pence. Which is usually about uh, seventy pence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I agree. Not very. They are an occasional. You know, if you want to long you gone, for example. Um, exactly. Another also, step, that's yeah. another good, another good point. I love a Schaffer Hoffer, but me, uh, I'm not allowed to drink grapefruit for. I'm not like known for, by the police for like being a grapefruit criminal, but <laughs> banned from drinking grapefruit. Yeah, very ominous. It's just not advised on the tablets I'm on, which is Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, further details maybe needed this, but maybe off air. Um, yeah, yeah they, they, they're good ones to start with if it's a long session, or if you've had a bit of a session the day before. To start again, it's like easier back in if you've got a bit of a minor hangover, like a Radler can be really good you for You need that. to pick them right, though, because some of them are shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Some yeah. of them just taste like they've poured water in some of their stronger beers. Oh, yeah, like some of them just, yeah, taste down yeah. like, like I think piss, before the match at Mexico 70, a Jake Head straight off the bat is not a bad shout. Oh, is, is Jake Head... It's a no. Yeah, is it really strong? 7%. Yeah, it's about okay. six or seven. Okay, well, that which, it, which is fine, but that that would be later on for me. No, I'd start high, bring it down no. again, and then peak back up like a little dip in the sand. Yeah, because you're never guaranteed that second peak, though, and it like, that's, mm-hmm. it is a risky game. But if you get that right, oh, oh, oh it is good. It's worth the risk. Okay, it is sensational. Um, actually, Robert Grimwood, Matthew, he's got um, a shout for you asking, can Matthew please get? 
back in the bath for the last eight games. We've started to concede first since he selfishly went to dirty. Selfishly. <laughs> I'm not dirty. Like, self, self, self. <laughs> self well, I, I was thinking about this because I, I have been a little bit concerned about our starts recently. Um, I'll go in the bath before the game on Saturday. Yeah, just Wait. test it out again. Just test it out again. We'll see. You don't have to stick to it. I think for the whole game, Matthew, definitely in the bath because that's going to be such a big game. Um, I think, yeah, definite bath. I'm enjoying the fact that everyone sometimes doesn't think it's just about like a little bit of a ritual that they just think you're a dirty get. I think that's just... I know. <laughs> yeah. like, I do, but like, I, do have, I just had a bath after the game. Like... Stuff <laughs> happens in between this weekly right. It's yeah. Sorry, it's not. It's not the only time. It's not like it's the, you know, the it's dark. Like my game. turn. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you live in concert or tower law or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just digs to Chris Witherspoon and make you laugh. No offense to the actual residents of concert and tower law. Before we get any tweets, uh, Which we Matt, will now. Matt Hartley, friend of the pod, is asking: oh. other than a pink slice, what would you consider a match tra- match day tradition? Um, well, I'd say the bath by the songs. <laughs> I was going to say the beer thing slice as well. It wouldn't be much day without one. Very nice. I think for me, it would be, um, we go, um, through no fault of like me own, it's a very nice bar. Uh, one pound burgers at Sloan's. Uh, uh, it it sounds like the one pound fish guy where he's like, I should make well stand upside. <laughs> very, very nice. One pound burgers. Like, <laughs> come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. But no, they are, they are bagging for the price. So if you, uh, you're stuck and you're skinned, Sloan's is a great one pound burger. Not great. One now. Um, we've had a few um, Carl Robinson related ones. Uh, Ryan at Ryan SFC A six was asking who Carl Robinson will grass on next. He's going to um, grass on you. On me. Just on no, but no, the guy who's oh, on uh, him. Now that he's asked. The fact that you've brought it up, he's already got you. He's going to grass yeah. on his neighbours for having seven people in his garden. Oh, that is a good shout. Topical as well, Matthew. Well done. Yeah, he's going to be grassing on like all the local pubs if like someone doesn't walk within the um, sort of like pathway. Because I'm yeah. guessing pubs are going to do that for like going to toilets and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're watching the little notebook one. Yeah. yeah hey, mate. <laughs> he's going the wrong way there. Um, Steve M at Steve, uh, Steve underscore M73. At, this is something I've not noticed, but I want to put it to you to see if, if you guys have. Why does Lee Johnson have such a big hood on his jacket? It's massive. Has anyone else noticed this? Lee well, Johnson. Are you sure it's a big hood or he's just because he's quite a small man? I thought this, but he's got quite a big head, Lee Johnson. So that, I think that's a bit like one of them Lee. Um, I thought it was going to be like the Jeremy Beadle jokes. I was waiting for like a punchline. <laughs> Yeah, for just got uh, on the other hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, got one from Fergie here, Matthew. Um, oh. Yeah, friend of the pod, your best man as well, of yeah, course. Well. Um, if you were a shopping bag, would you rather be the bag that holds right. other bags or a normal bag? He asked me this the other day. Oh, and I said I needed some time to think about it and I've forgotten. Um, I'd want to be the bag that holds all of the other bags. Interesting. Because... What's your reasoning? Because... You don't have to really do anything other than hold all of the other bags. Where if you're like a normal carrier bag, you're like dragged out, taken out all the time in the rain. But is that not what you want to be doing though? Like that's your, not that's really because that's your more, destiny well, as, your bag, no, as a bag. because there's more there's more chance of you ripping as well. True. Yeah. True. Whereas if you're just holding, you know your place. You're in the you're in the cupboard under the stairs with the other bags. Boring that though. Fine that though. Unfulfilling. No bother. Yeah. Sound fine. I- 
I'd like to be in the corner. Does it carry your bag? I'd be in the internal. I'm shy. It's like that bit on Toy Story where they pick the aliens and it's like, I have been chosen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, it appears I'm in the minority with this one. Then um, we'll have have one more um, before we get out of here. Uh, Gary Jerry, friend of the pod as well. Um, Who did Gun... Who did Gungeon better, Dave Benson Phillips or Noel Edmonds? Um, I don't really associate Noel Edmonds with Gungeon that much. I, I, if someone says to me Gungeon, I think it's Dave Benson Phillips straight away. You, you know what? This isn't even doesn't require. This is a rhetorical question, to be honest, because everyone knows it's Benson Phillips. Yeah, he had a slide, and he had the really like he's all round solid chap. He still does. Um, Fringe uh, at Edinburgh every year. I saw year. it at the Fringe a few years ago. Yeah, me too. He's a, he's an absolutely stand-up bloke. And I love the weirdness that you don't realise. Like, these are like children who've brought like the parents on because they didn't buy them a pick-a-mix. These people have birthed them and are probably in debt because of them. And they're like, ha, get in the gunge. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, imagine going through being stitched in all sorts of places just for your kid to take it and be gunged on live television. Like, <laughs> I just love the balls of it. It's great. I always wanted to go on at me. One Who'd you've uh, taken on? One of me old, well, a teacher. Sound <clears throat> um, <laughs> very reluctant to name them here. I'm not going to name them. <laughs> Was um, it a relate? Because, but sometimes a relationship with teachers on there seemed to be a bit like, like they had a bit of banter with them. It wasn't outright hatred. This sounds, Matthew, like you just absolutely despise this teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bit like old as well. Forget your own bag at the time. She's like physics teacher. <laughs> 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 well, no one knows the school. I didn't despise fair. him to be fair. He was sound, but he just—I just used to get. So I just used to get. I got moved to the front, mm-hmm. like for talk. For, but I, I just get picked. I like, I'd have to do everything. I have to hand like hand the books out. Like Matthew, you can do this. Collect all the stuff in for just for being a dick, really. Was this not a bit good, like sort of man management from him though? Realizing the way to get the best out of you, but it didn't work because yeah. Anyway, it just. <laughs> This is going to reveal more things that I only just told my mum and dad a few weeks ago that I just chose to do some foundation papers at GCSE because they were easier. Oh, I had to do a foundation paper in one subject as well, mate. Uh, I just chose to do some because, like, you only need C's, don't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I only got all B's and C's in my GCSEs. Melissa, how did you get any GCSEs? (laughs) Oh, well, I was top of the class, but I went to Thornhill. (laughs) <laughs> we've just alienated more listeners there we've got any who <laughs> no, do you know what the problem was Lord though God. I wasn't I, I was in top set but I was on top of the class like by a good stretch so <laughs> ah, but that's like you know like your, your Angolo Cantes sort of this world isn't it like you, you might mm-hmm. not be like getting all the goals but you're doing like you're still in the in the Premier League in these top sides so you know you're doing that's the... what I felt like for the entire five years I thought I'm Angolo Cante <laughs> I, I like I like to think that my behaviour actually hindered the development of other children. <laughs> so you, uh, <laughs> who's holding them? Like, oh, I, don't, I don't want to say Joey I was Barton. That, I was like that, you know, you know that um, striker Southampton signed, and then he retired to be a musician. Osvaldo, yeah, him just yeah. going into Australia and being a dick. And he was great, him, though, initially, yeah. wasn't he? He's yeah, really well, well, yeah. But I mean, I was like quite clever, but just. An arsehole. <laughs> Which is the worst combination as yeah. well, isn't it? If you... Just teachers just tearing their hair. And it's just like if you just if you just applied yourself, Matthew, yeah. Oh, well. of someone I know I live with him who went and had a bacon sandwich instead of throwing in his arse. Yes, he made someone else short for them. Love this. <laughs> 
that is a leap there. A lot yeah. of revelations going on here. Yeah, no, we're getting very close to settling scores here. Actually. <laughs> it's just, a, and now we come to the liars. <laughs> Well, hopefully Sunderland are applying themselves on Saturday against Charlton. Hopefully we get them in the gunge as well. We don't care if you're a nice man, Nigel. We're going to put you on the slide. We're going to gunge you. We're going to gunge you right back down to mid-table and we're going to um, propel, I don't know what the opposite of gunging someone is, and we're going to dry ourselves all the way up to the <laughs> Don't want to imagine it. Oh, yeah, having a bath. We're going to bathe all the way to the championship. Uh, me and Matthew will be back to react to the result against oh, Charlton. Again? Again, I know Matt, they're coming thick and fast. Not another one? <laughs> another one? <laughs> um, yeah, Matt will be fresh out of the bath as well. It'll delight <laughs> everyone to know. And then we're back in the midweek games as well. Games coming thick and fast. Um, so the, the pods will be going back to normal. We won't be overwhelming your timelines as much. But thank you for getting involved with everything and reading the articles on the website. We appreciate that. Keep checking wisemensay.co.uk for lots more fresh content. I might write and- something. Oh, really? What are you going to write about? Um, ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, uh, bats. Bats, yeah, write about bats. Your, fa- your favourite bats ranked. <laughs> my favourite bats. <laughs> Look out for mine about come dine with me. I have lost it, haven't I? It's yeah, really I think we have. Look out for mine about gunge. Um, so look out for all that. Me and Matt oh, will be back gunge. on Saturday after the game. But as ever, thank you very much for listening. 